Welcome to Coffee and Combos, the fighting game podcast that catches you up with all the big news happening every week in the fighting game community. I'm your host, Tyler, and with me, as always, is the Ryan Hart to my rip, Carter. Hey, can I try doing your intro part? Yeah. Hey, welcome to Coffee, 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 no, never mind, you keep going. <laughs> this podcast will feature three rounds, first, second, and final. Each round we will discuss a topic of interest centered around fighting games. In round number one, we talk Mortal Kombat reveals. We are nearing the final stretch of this, and all I can say is thank you, NetherRealm, for dragging this out and giving us nearly endless content. And in round number two, we got our first piece of listener mail, and we are very excited about it. So we're going to talk at length about it, and then just tell you how much we appreciate you guys. It has nothing to do with this being a slow news week. All that, plus the Game of the Month discussion and what were they thinking, but let's get it underway with round number one. Oh, is it starting? I know I say this almost every episode, but the Mortal Kombat train just keeps going. It's, it's. I think it's coming to its final stop. I think so. I think I think we're nearing our final combat cast coming next week. But I is think... the final combat cast just going to be like Shao Kahn? I hope so. I hope we get Shao Kahn. I hope maybe you get a look at Shang Tsung, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, that'd be awesome. He's a DLC, and they did say, or didn't say, but there was a rumor floating around that there are going to be six DLC characters for Season 1. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy. That's that's a lot. And I think, I'm hoping that they do it half and half guest characters and Mortal Kombat characters. I think they're going to shoot yeah. in a lot of guest characters, though. I think that's where, yeah. where the money lies. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, guest characters bring in a lot of people. But uh, future combat casts aside, what what did we get for this combat cast? So first we uh, we saw Katana. Um, she's pretty standard affair. Everyone seems to quite like the look of her. She's mm-hmm. she, yeah, great design. Um, her stance is amazing. What they've done with her fans are really good. They operate both as like a dagger as well as the serrated fans that she has. Yep, projectile. Yeah, I find that she has a pretty awful jump animation she seems very floaty <laughs> like seems like she gets picked oh, up by like a hot yeah. air balloon it's very like she just kind of pops up and floats around and on top right. of that they gave her flutter which allows her to essentially do a double jump which just adds on to the i don't know the the, <laughs> the typical mortal Kombat janky affair yeah it definitely looks odd for sure but yeah she has her fan toss her fan float where she makes them kind of hover in the air for a bit um flutter returned as i said they mm-hmm. gave her a pretty interesting projectile absorption mechanic where yeah she like twirls her fans around in front of her right yeah she twirls it in front of her and if it's absorbed she gains extra damage on her attacks on her melee attacks. ah that's awesome yeah but i know you're gonna be kind of sour about this but they did give her a lot of <laughs> uh melina's moves yeah i mean I like Melina. She was your girl, I thought. Nah. Do you know what? When I, when I it's funny. I say nah, and then I just ended there. But it's like when I think about Mortal Kombat and I look at the cast. Honestly, it's like Sub Zero or Cassie Cage. I played a lot Cassie of Cassie Cage. Cage. Yeah, in like. Oh God. <laughs> I played a lot of Cassie Cage. I knew you were going to disappoint me. If I could fire you from this, I would. If you weren't the son of <laughs> Dr. Professor Coffee Combo, you'd be gone from this show. Well, I'm glad that I've got my daddy to 
bail me out. It's just nepotism at its <laughs> finest is being displayed here. Cassie uh, Sorry, yeah. The Molina stuff. Sorry. The Molina stuff. We didn't even touch on that. So she has Molina's sigh, right? Does that basically... And she has, like, Molina's teleport. Yeah. Which, in MKX, they gave... I just spilled coffee all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... In, oh, that was hot. Um, they gave... They gave uh, Katana Jade Staff, which kind of was kind of the signal that she wasn't in the game for that. And right, so, right, right. And that she doesn't have Jade Staff in this game. So, I don't know. I feel like that is a direct statement that Melina's not in the game. Yeah. Listen, like, hey, this is this character who is like Melina now. She'll have the same play style, but it's not going to be Melina. So, it's like, enjoy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's, your it's character will be in it. Because... The loadouts all only have three moves, so mm-hmm. if you're a tournament player and you like Molina, I assume Katana's base loadout is not Molina-centric moves, so yeah, it's it's tough for a competitive scene to, because like as much as the character is there, she's also not there for some people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I found her fatality to be kind of mediocre, middle, middle. See, yeah, I thought it was standard Mortal Kombat affair. Yeah, she throws her fans with them, cuts them in threes, and then her one fan continues to spin, holding their head in the air, and then she mm-hmm. takes a dagger and tosses it through their head. Yeah, and then that's it. It's just like, yeah. you know, didn't she have one where she, like, stabbed in, like, ten, where she stabbed the fan into their face and then, like, opened, opened it, it up? up. Yeah. yeah. See, like, that's that's inventive, I found. I found this just kind of looked silly. Yeah, it but was like I, a Kung I guess that's Lao kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I that felt like it should be more of a Kung Lao finisher. Yeah, like spinning your hat and cutting people in half, right? Yeah, when I think Melina, I don't necessarily put her and her fans floating around the screen. Like, as much as they do that, that's always more of a Kung Lao thing. <laughs> you said Melina. Damn, dude. Oh, man, Is it's happening. Melina? <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. No, Katana, but yeah. It's, a, it's all right. I just, I think... I hope her second fatality kind of represents her better. This doesn't feel like... Also, it has that weird moment in it in which they both bounce off their backs. Did you see that? Yeah, that's her, what, x-ray? That's her, yeah, her fatal blow. Her fatal blow. She just has some strange animations. Sorry, yeah. I, I like. I really liked it up until she <laughs> bounced off of her back and then the other person bounced off their back into insanely high heights yeah it just it looks ridiculous <laughs> it looks and it's so like dumb. highlighted in the fatal blow like they didn't yeah. they, they didn't even try to hide how ugly it looked yeah it was weird very very weird but moving on from katana we saw more of newcomer cetrion cetrion I've, I've been calling her centrion for months now i apologize i've been seeing people call her centurion oh that's that's even better the Uh, name isn't great no it's a it's a rough name i think she's gonna be called centurion 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 yeah 100 percent. but yeah she is a mother nature type character she's this earth water wind empire yep she's um the avatar yeah she's the avatar and also that band (laughs) who sang september (laughs) <laughs> she has a lot of great effects on her norms the fire and the wind and the earth but it's just she as a character it looks so generic 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, sometimes she looks really cool when she's doing her moves, right? But then it's, yeah. Yeah, she's one of those in-motion characters. I was about to say, you can't get inventive with that. But but you absolutely can. There's you can. so many they could have done. But they, they yeah. There was a couple moves that were a little inventive, like her um, move in which she shoots. Actually, it's not really inventive because Poison Ivy had it. But the roots would grab them from the ground. So, you know, oh, never yeah. mind. But that's like a Shinnok hand, right? Yeah, that's similar to Shinnok hand as well. But she's so, been yeah, described as the primary zoner in this game alongside Scarlet. Right. She has projectiles where she throws a boulder, which bounces across the ground. One which goes straight horizontal mid-screen. And then she has cool. an air projectile beam, uh, which covers diagonally and pretty much full screen. Like an Akuma fireball, but quick and long range. Yeah, like a Devil Jin laser in 2D. Ah, much better, yes. Yeah, and it was just... like it. it she looks like she's going to be that annoying character. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, this is going to be the character I think everyone complains about day one. Mm, but this happens... The Jackie to, Briggs. Yeah, this is the NRS cycle. They introduce a character who is keep away, who is super strong, then they nerf him in a couple weeks. Uh, mm. Yeah, rinse and repeat. That's happened with almost all of their modern games. Yeah. They did also give her the Doctor Doom, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Rocks. Floaty, spinny rocks. Floaty, spinny rocks. Which, <laughs> what can, I'm a big fan of that. As Ty yep. knows, I'm a big fan of Doom Rocks. Yeah, Carter is a Doctor Doom main player for sure. And the, so that looked Nightmares. really good. I, I love that type of move. It seems to create a huge shield and has a lot of pushback. So, yeah, she's, she looks annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the funny thing is that's how it's like you end it is like, oh, hey, how does Cetrion look? Oh, she looks fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's about as deep as it goes, I think. It's just like she's going to keep throwing shit at you. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. seems to push back or cover full screen yeah speaking of which her x-ray is a full screen tracking overhead this uh an overhead i don't know if it, <laughs> it if it acts as an overhead but it comes from the top of the screen oh, okay i'm not certain if it works as an overhead i don't know if it hits crouching that would be insane that would be ridiculous but it, like but still tracking tracking full screen is very that's that's so strong especially for a character that's amazing that's pure keep out yeah, that's amazing. And she has that stupid MK conditional. Or MK11 loves their little conditional areas. Like conditional mm. section on the stage. She has multiple <laughs> of these. She has one in which she sets a green circle, which causes rocks to hit you if you hit century. Or, oh, God, I did it. Cetria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she has another, which she sets a, uh area of wind, which pushes the opponent backwards, and slows them down when they're inside of it. Uh, yeah, doesn't that sound yeah. fun to play against? This character sounds incredibly annoying. Yeah, it's going to be a... I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play her day one. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I'm going to pad my uh, ranked wins. Yeah, man. I got to get up there. I'm, I'm only in it for the W. Yeah, I'm number one Cetrion. N.A. Uh, we saw her fatality last week. It was not great. We yeah, both, we talked about we how it's the worst it, yeah. one. Yeah, probably the worst one in the game, unfortunately. Yeah. But maybe her second fatality will redeem her. But then moving on to probably 
one of the best reveals they've had. Yeah, one of the best uh, fatalities. One of the best fatalities. Probably one of the best <laughs> somewhat of a redesign. Yeah, I'd uh, say so. We had Devorah. Yeah. So Devorah, she she looks great. She has a lot, Her gameplay seems to be based around, well, bugs. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's based on bugs. She shoots she's bugs as projectiles. She lays bugs. She puts bugs inside of you. Impregnates you with bugs. Impregnates you with bugs. <laughs> but the, the biggest takeaway I had from this is she vomits acid on her opponent. Mm-hmm. That's reptiles, man. That's a reptile's thing. Oh shit, that's a reptile's thing. And that's your boy. That's my boy. And I have a I have a little story about vomiting acid. <laughs> I was at my friend's place in Toronto and she had a copy of Mortal Kombat 9. And I acted mm. as though oh, I'm alright. Turns out I'm really awesome at that game. And I beat the shit out of everyone in that house for I I don't know, probably no one wanted to play, but I insisted they did every time I won. Did the old acid yak finisher where he pukes ass in their mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And every time, it would just, everyone in the room would be so unimpressed with me, and I just kept doing so... it. And then when Danielle saw Devorah's reveal, she was like, was that acid yak? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> so Devorah kind of became my main character after this. Is is that the acid yak? Yeah. Is that the famous Devorah looks yak? amazing. Yeah, I, I I can't believe how well they did with her. I didn't like this yeah. character in MKX. I haven't seen a like a turnaround on fan reaction like this in a while. Yeah, people really hated this character when they first showed her with the yeah kind of it was similar to like a Cyrax look with mm-hmm. some dreadlocks, yeah, or some braids. Yeah, it was it wasn't a good look. But then once as soon as they put that like shroud over top of her, and like just wait for gameplay people like when people are like judging something off of one image yeah one render no i do that i'm i'm so guilty it's like but it's like damn like she looks amazing and everyone thinks she looks really cool so yeah she just they did a great job on her absolutely one of uh her gameplays are built kind of around this where she attaches bugs to the opponent and these bugs do a damage over time Mm-hmm. And this is done through her projectile as well as her fatal blow. And it's, it seems to like a very kind of cool mechanic because I've always loved damage over time characters. You played Bong in Street Fighter V. He was a similar yep. type style. But it's just a, it's a nice type of character that I don't remember them having in Mortal Kombat prior to this. Um, Other than like people putting things on the ground like explodey bombs and stuff that people can like walk through yeah right and then they'll have damage over time if they stand in it or something yeah oh yeah and there might have been some on uh scorpion's fire prior previously do like uh did that happen with aaron black's caltrops he'd throw caltrops i don't think it did damage over time uh okay but yeah i, I think maybe it's just like hurt your feet a bit yeah i think it would just uh watch, watch your toes sensei <laughs> watch your toes sensei <laughs> Oh, no. she also has some spider moves where she uh attacks from the top of the screen coming in on a spider strand is that what you call it yeah she's spooky this time yeah they gave her a lot of creepy moves she's a creepy crawly for sure 
she's hundred percent a creepy crawly, and she can spin you up. Yeah, she she just amplifies. Comes it. down from the top of the screen and spins you up if you amp. That's true. If you amp up the move, but Tiger Ross, if you ex it, who had that move before? Well, Spindly Spiderweb from Injustice One. <laughs> I everyone everyone I. I can I can give you an Injustice One character ripoff for every character. Don't even damn dude. Yeah, and I intend on doing that. Hey, well, well, what better way to save some money? Just reuse some animations. At least this one has like a nice <laughs> uh, spider webby effect on the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks, it looks good. really good. Yeah, it looks really good. And she also has a move in which she drops a bug on the ground. She just plops <laughs> one out. And then that she's got two variations of that, right? Yeah, she has a one when she plops it out and it shoots a singular shot, and then the amplified mm-hmm. shoots three, mm-hmm. and then the other one is kind of a flying bug, I believe. Oh yeah, it, yeah, 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 that's what it is. It floats slowly up, yeah. to the top of the screen. So, but they have really short range on it. But I kind of like the uh, Russian stacking doll effect of bugs giving birth to bugs giving birth to bugs. Yeah. <laughs> so I can appreciate that. The nesting doll bugs. But she then had maybe one of the best fatalities. It's up there for me. I would say, like, yeah. Top three. Top, top three. Do you want to you give Absolutely. your explanation? Of this? It's, it's kind of... Explanation. It's hard to picture. She, like... Uh, grabs you and does the acid yak in your face yeah, right she does acid yak yeah she does but it's also got a little bit of buggies in there <laughs> bug yak so then she, she a, little, a little twist you're acid bug yakking into someone and then they fall over and they convulse a bunch and then spider legs sprout out of their chest and then their head breaks open to reveal that there is a spider now living in their body. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay. now there's a giant spider in them? If you're having trouble picturing that, just like imagine a picture of it and that should happen. Just watch The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, yeah. It's like The Thing. It's like old Buddy's head. <laughs> yeah. It's messed up. Yeah. I mean, like awesome fatality. Really good. But all in all, this was a pretty good combat cast. We saw three, I think, two serviceable characters and one great character. Yeah. Katana's a little but serviceable. I think I think they did a very good job with her. She is just Katana, but that's I think that's what people want from her. Why doesn't Katana have a katana? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm asking the hard questions. Oh. oh. We've received our first piece of listener mail, and we've also received some feedback from you guys regarding the show, and we just wanted to say thank you. Puts us on a a trajectory moving forward that we like. Yeah, thanks, guys. So this listener mail, it's been a slow news week, so this is how we're going to do this one, I think. I'm going to read this, and then it's going to, we're going to spur a discussion. Yeah, and this is kind of of a, a discussion that a lot of people have been talking about, actually. So it is mm-hmm. it is topical, especially with Mortal Kombat coming out soon. Yep. Thank you, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, you guys are just really hooking us up today. Uh, so Mason wrote in to listenermailcc at gmail.com and says, Hey guys, 
with the rumors of the combat pack for Mortal Kombat 11 potentially having up to six characters. How many do you think will be returning or guests? Personally, I wanted to see more guest characters as I was a huge fan of the Xenomorph in MKX. Where are you now? Was there... <laughs> Sorry. But was there really like a... Did people love Xenomorph? I played them, but I wouldn't say I liked them. I mean, but, hey, hey just good for the you, alien Mason. fan base. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate other people. Not everyone marches to the same drum, you know? <laughs> so we did talk about this before, six characters. Uh, and you think half will be guests, half will be returning? I would, I would say at least half are going to be guests. I think for the first combat pack, it'll be heavily on the legacy character side of no because i guess we have a lot of the legacy characters we have a ton of legacy characters there's really okay then like it yeah it essentially is the majority of the cast from mortal kombat 9 mm-hmm. it's very similar to mortal kombat 9 cast mm-hmm. but we're just missing yeah like rain rain's a big one melina's a big one there's a couple there's a couple of crucial ones but i think that they aren't the ones that they're focusing on right now. I think they know that like the Jasons and the Freddies are really the <laughs> yeah true the number one the the one that people, in my opinion, unfortunately want. I think uh, it, it's almost Carter as if you've forgotten about Quan Chi. <laughs> <laughs> what have they done to me? What have they done to me and my boy? <laughs> what the hell? I can't believe you're not thinking of the Quanch, man. They've, I th- I feel like it'll be Quan Chi, uh, Ermac, and uh, Kenshi, and Melina, like, right? Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm still reeling from that. <laughs> I feel like I've been systematically brainwashed. Into yeah, you betrayed, you betrayed the one person who's stuck by you, you know, <laughs> yeah. the Quan Chi. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> forgive me. So I think it's going to be like a 4-2 split. I, I think it's going to be Quan Chi, young Quan Chi, Professor Quan Chi. Mm, mm-hmm. And then Quan Chi Black, Quan Chi uh, Super Saiyan SFG. Yeah, Super Saiyan Blue Quan Chi, where he actually has hair this time. No hair. Just you assume oh, no. it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> assume it was blue when you had hair. Uh, and then we'll probably just have Goku in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there like a guest character... Because we have talked about this in one of our uh, earlier shows where we thought what would be like a good horror icon to bring into uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. But is there just any like sort of guest character that you would want to see in Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat's kind of hard because some some characters simply don't fit into it. But one yeah. in which I do think would fit very well, but I know won't happen because it is a Capcom character, but Bayonetta... I thought would fit well into Mortal Kombat. Not maybe not modern Mortal Kombat, but maybe Mortal Kombat Nine. She would have been a bit of a better fit. Yeah, she definitely would have. I don't know. See, I feel like she could do the fatalities on people, but she's like too anime and cartoony to get like killed. I don't know. She has like the sex appeal of MK Nine, right? Yeah, maybe I just picked a leather bound character. I don't. So you just want the gimp? I just in yeah. Mortal give Kombat. me the gimp from yeah, <laughs> from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to yeah. Bayonetta would be okay. You said Chucky a while ago. Yeah, 
which I th- Chucky as like a Ferrator character. And there is a new Chucky movie coming out. That's a pretty Absolutely. easy tie-in. There's also everyone wanting the Pennywise tie-in. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, he could be imaginative too, right? He could be imaginative. Yeah, balloons and stuff like fatality could be something like he digs into your deepest fear so it'd be funny to know the deepest fears of the mk cast that would be amazing if they did like character specific ones not yeah, like baraka is huge just way, like a puppy like, or something yeah <laughs> not in like a huge significant way but they just like get scared to death or something mm-hmm. as a result of what he spawns that would be yeah. really good hey that's a good right. thought mk hire this guy <laughs> It's, uh, you said there's a new Chucky movie coming out, and I'm pretty sure there's a new show. It's a show. A show I and a movie. I saw the trailer yeah, before yeah. us. Oh, a show and a movie. A yeah, show and a movie, yeah. So I'm going to lock in that like Chucky will be... Locking it in. I'm locking it in, dude. Okay, we're... <laughs> we have to bet something on this. I'm going to bet you a toonie and a, bet, toonie and a bag of milk. That's uh, pretty good. I'll take that. You'll take that bet. Toonie and a bag of milk. I just, I I think that is such a hard character to put in as a result of his size. Like, puppet character would work, but who the hell are you beating <laughs> the shit out of? I don't know. Are they just making human know. size? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be fucking terrifying. <laughs> that would be, that's a good character right there. I think, um, other than, like, horror stuff, I've seen people throw Blade around. Blade, on, like the subreddit and stuff. I like Blade. I like Ash from Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. I, I think Blade would be very good. Well, here, Ty, I have a little uh, segment for you. I'm gonna call. It, um, Carter made a list of guest characters, and you say if you think they're a good guest characters. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, Hit we'll me. we'll be quick about it. Okay, we're starting with Soul Calibur two, Spawn. No, no, I don't think he's good either. Link. Yeah, Link, but Sp- not Spawn. Okay. No, well, Spawn is too violent, man. Put him in Mortal Kombat. Ah, uh, that's a good. That's a good ship. Hi, Hachi. Yeah. Yes. Hey, ha- oh no, not for Soul Cal. Yeah, I feel like Soul Calibur. The basis of it is swords. Yeah. Soul Calibur Four, Yoda. <laughs> no, best edition. Not. You were a Yoda main, weren't you? <laughs> I was a Yoda main, but he's the worst. Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. You think Darth Vader works? Uh, yeah, I guess Yoda's just too silly. He's too much of a goofy he character. jumped around too much he was like the gone of how about this fan favorite well remembered character uh star killer yes yeah, star killer from the games the force, the unleashed. force unleashed okay then yeah, star killer's a better addition than darth vader really yeah because a star killer you can do whatever the fuck you want with he's a video game character yeah but he's also dog shit yeah, I mean, he's not memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you're going to be a guest character, I think a big point of guest character is being memorable. I think that should yeah. be taken into consideration. How they fit into the game, how memorable they are, and if they actually play well. I think those are three defining categories for a guest character. Sure. Uh, That's fair. Soul Calibur Five, Ezio. <laughs> yeah, that works 100%. Devil Jim for soul caliber five yeah devil Jin was in devil soul Jin caliber, in soul caliber five, five. <laughs> what the fuck yeah i didn't no. realize that either yeah he didn't fit either did you know that so this is where bayonetta came from bayonetta was considered for soul caliber five but they found her to be too complicated 
Yeah, she's got insane moves. And same thing for Soul Calibur 3. They originally intended to have Dante in it, but he was also too complicated. That would have been easier. Then we're moving on but... to Soul Calibur 6. We got 2B. <sighs> I mean, she fits, I guess. You think she fits? I think... Yeah, yeah, I guess with Soul Calibur characters, she doesn't look too out of place. No. Geralt? He's like the perfect one. Yeah, I think he might be one of the best guest characters ever introduced. If he wasn't, like, if the game wasn't uh, as, like, I don't know, because the world that he comes from is super grounded in reality, even though it's fantasy. Yeah, it's weird how he comes from a more, somewhat more fantastical world, but these characters seem too out out there for Geralt to be fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this dude fights giants and, like, ghosts and shit, and witches and it's like, oh but i don't think he'd be fighting a guy who's like oh. i don't think he'd be fighting maxi <laughs> yeah um we're moving on to mortal Kombat now mk okay. 2011 we got kratos yeah that was a good one yeah perfect he's a good fit for that um mk9 freddy krueger sure i mean sure i actually really liked freddy krueger continuing on from that we had oh rewind he-man in mortal Kombat armageddon Whew, that's a good one. <laughs> so now you're talking character who fits into a game. <laughs> How about an '80s, really cool cartoon? And then we have MKX is where I think guest characters. This is where guest characters really became a thing. MKX was crazy about this. Like Soul Calibur mm -hmm. always did it, but MKX went out there. They went in, yeah. Yeah, and they came out with Jason Voorhees, Leatherface. Yeah no predator and alien yeah the xenomorph yeah oh, sorry xenomorph. i think um yeah well it's just the alien it's the same thing uh like predator and alien are good because they fit in like the mortal Kombat. like there's fucked up monsters like baraka or something because that's what xenomorph had right yeah he, he had baraka stuff yeah the concept for him when he was initially revealed was it was baraka had a chest burst at chestburster that's what yeah. it's called yeah emerged yeah. from his chest and that's how the xenomorph came to immortal combat so he mm -hmm. was given baraka's blades in one stance and then he had like one where he laid eggs and whatnot yeah yeah that's cool because then you kind of you like make it work with the lore i found like all of these characters were really well done in mortal Kombat x it was like i really enjoyed playing leatherface but uh leatherface i liked jason you like jason i i didn't play much jason but i liked kind of the, all the homages that they did for these characters mm -hmm. as much as people don't like some of these characters i thought they're some of the most well done yeah remember when jason just like walked forward and had armor yeah and like leatherface <laughs> running with a chainsaw over his head <laughs> but uh, leatherface yeah he doesn't really both leatherface and jason Voorhees are both guys who are well you know not, yeah, they're not, not like fantastic. <laughs> they're not the brightest tools in the shed either, <laughs> and they're just dudes. Yep. <laughs> so just it's just big two dudes. big dumb dudes. So like, I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. They don't exactly fit into the world. Jason has a little more fantastical elements to it. Yeah, him. I think Leatherface is like a nah. That one's pretty out there. Then in uh, Injustice, we've had the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's cool. That was kind of cool. And Hellboy. Hellboy's great too. Hellboy is a great addition. Yeah, so I think NRS, 
a lot of props to them for their guest character work. Yeah, they know what's up. And then Street Fighter Cross Tekken, we had that sweet Mega Man. Oh, yeah. No, let's forget about that one. Yeah, we're, we're about to enter the, the dark areas of guest characters. Street Fighter Cross Tekken really dropped the ball. Like, I'm not including Tekken characters because that's half the game. Because that's the game, yeah. Yeah. So, we also have Cole McGrath. Remember old Cole McGrath? Oh, my God, from Infamous. Yeah. Imagine. I forgot. That, that, that's one of the worst, in my opinion. Wow, that is a miss. I like Mega Man more than I like Cole McGrath. Oh, I guess. And then we have Pac-Man. Yeah, that was awful, too. And then we had Toro slash Koro. Oh, the cats. Yeah, the PlayStation <laughs> mascots, I think, is what they are. They are, yeah. Yeah, what a bad list. And now I wow, think we're going to hit list. what might be the best guest character set. Sure. Just because of two characters. Tekken 7. We had Akuma. <laughs> okay. Who they put in the story, he doesn't fit the game gameplay wise very well, but yeah, they fit him into the game the best they could, and I think mm-hmm. that I I love the character. I think he turned out great. He was the first character I played in Tekken Seven, and yeah, I think he's fun to watch. He does force people to play a certain way, but good character overall. And then we mm-hmm. had Geese. That's my jam. Be, yeah, might be the best guest character. Yeah. I'd it's like it's when a guest character makes the game more fun to play and you want to play because of that guest character and despite geese being obnoxious to play against i everyone loves this character <laughs> he's yeah, just, he's awesome yeah, he's such a character it's it was a perfect crossover i love that one and then they kind of got in my opinion a little rocky with noctis and negan yeah Negan worked. Negan, Negan worked, but that leads me into kind of my stance on guest characters, where Negan as a guest character is great. He seems to fit well, but it's a it's a tie into Walking Dead, which is ending, and from here on out, yeah. that character's entire move list is now gone, unless they make yeah. another bat centric character. Oh yeah, true. That's just like wasted assets, right? Yeah, like people who love this character design, and I, I like the way he plays. I think he plays really well. But it's just kind of a, that's the biggest gripe I have with guest characters is knowing that investing time in this character, he, he won't be there in the next iteration. So I, it's a hard thing to balance because it does generate a lot of publicity. But I think overall, I would just prefer assets being used on characters that will continue to be developed throughout mm-hmm. the game's life, not just the game's lifespan, the series lifespan. I guess you could say that for a lot of these guest characters are like noctis right but the thing about noctis is like he don't think he fits in the tekken 7 at all absolutely not he's a soul he's a soul caliber character through and through and Mm -hmm. i just feel like that was a odd choice and i just feel like his moves didn't really fit into the game as is so i feel like it's hard to translate those to another character yeah but things like negan's like stance where he walks the bat over shoulder like these things are very visually feel very tekken and like, yeah. look very nice and i wish i just wish that we have a i don't know a cool character with a bat like a miguel but with a, a bat a miguel type <laughs> with a bat yeah and then they could continue to develop him and make him a little more different from miguel because negan and miguel kind of check off a lot of the same boxes yeah so yeah. it's it's a it's a hard thing to balance because it's it's really weighing publicity over 
publicity and hype generated around an initial release versus full brand new character development. Yeah, I think if you're going to do a guest character and then they won't be returning, it has to be like criteria is like it's got to fit in with the cast already. It has to be something from like a respected game that people love and they actually like want to see in there. Like say if they added cuz Street Fighter doesn't do guest characters, right? Uh no, no. Yeah. I think the only guest characters that they could fit in their game that would make sense would be King of Fighters characters, so like Terry. I would love for that to happen. I think Terry is like the only yeah uh, character guest characters not including in. cross games. Yeah, yeah, not, not including any of those, but it's not including like SNK versus Capcom. I just find that characters who I don't know are kind of I think Negan is. He is this time. He he is not going to transcend generations. Like if you look yeah. at all those oh, yeah, other yeah, sure, characters sure. we listed off, they're like they're famous big characters. And if they want to bring Spawn back, they could bring Spawn back. If they want to bring Hayachi back, they could bring Hayachi back. Like Negan's gone after Tekken Seven, I think. Yeah. Which I understand the point. Guest characters isn't to bring them back, but. It's it, Negan. I just uh, the type of characters who are put in for a here and now. I just I'm, I'm not a fan of that type. Mm-hmm. Would you consider <laughs> just like really quick to sort of uh, round this discussion out? Because um, you said guest characters aren't supposed to like return, right? Yeah. Um, is the exception Yoshimitsu? That's tough. Yeah, do you consider him a guest character? Do you consider Yoshimitsu a guest character in Tekken, or is he a guest character in Soul Calibur? When did he show up, and what was made first? I think he was a Soul Cat. Oh, God, I shouldn't know this. (laughs) I think Soul Calibur came first. Yeah, I think so as well, but God, I, I, I think at this point he's more fleshed out in Tekken than he is in Soul Calibur. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. That's debatable. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Debatable. Yeah. So, from a lore perspective, I think that Yoshibitsu. um, Yeah, I just think that guest characters are super, super touchy. I I think it's, it's, it's a fine line to step because... What is popular isn't necessarily what's going to fit into your game. Yeah. Or it could also be like, uh, what, who, (laughs) whoever pays you the most money to put their character in the game might not be the best decision, but it might be the, the one decision if you want to add more content to your game. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared for French Bread throwing all their money around and like <laughs> Thanos popping up in Undernight. Fucking... Hey, who do you want in the new Undernight? Uh, Thanos. Thanos and Fortnite. Fuck, that'd be so cool. Fortnite guy with pickaxe. Man, oh, that'd be so cool. I think that's a good one. I think that would be something people would resonate <laughs> with. So to yeah to put a night to put a cap on this a bookend. Yeah, put a bookend. Who would you say was the best guest character? The best guest character in any game yeah. was gone in Tekken 3. There it is. 
You stole my answer. Uh, that's uh, really tough. Oh, overall, thank you so much for writing into us. <laughs> and we hope to hear more of your feedback. Yeah, thank you, guys. We We like questions. It allows us to, you know, insert ourselves in the podcast more, which we were told to do. <laughs> by some we are obeying your demands yeah. what if i don't want to what if i <laughs> you don't fucking know me uh if you want to write in like mason did you can uh look at listener mail cc listener mail cc at gmail.com or you know find us on twitter like usual we're around yeah we're everywhere it's of course game of the month for April is Dead or Alive. DOA6. This is the uh, best worst game I've played in a while. Very, very accurate. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing it quite a bit lately because I'm afraid you're going to beat me this month in Dead or Alive. And so I'm trying to get the bass muscle workout plan going. The muscle. The muscle. <laughs> and. I was I was doing some good things. I've I've started to develop a game plan, but still I'm I don't know the names of any mechanics, and I'm kind of figuring them out as we go. What what were we calling it? Break blow, break uh, super turnaround, the super turnaround. But I'd like to give a big thanks to Necromancy Black and the Bass Discord. He uh, kind of helped me understand what I'm supposed to be doing, and that was a huge help because I was just getting bulldozed <laughs> and i was like everyone says this character's good but uh, i'm an expert and i think he's trash <laughs> yeah bass is great man i don't know he's tough tough to play i've been playing hitomi like usual I'm trying to like sort of change up my game plan because we've been doing this thing now where since lobbies came out, we're excited to fight each other. So we've been fighting each other with our mains. So futuristic. So this game has lobbies and shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, uh, so now I'm trying to change up my game plan, right? I don't want to show all of my cards to you during these lobby matches. And then when the when the, the fateful match comes, I lose? The fateful match comes and I switch to fucking Jan Lee. And you switch to Marie Rose, your favorite character. My girl. Oh no. oh no this game does something to you man uh, wait are those sirens on your end i hear sirens no oh, probably oh, yeah they're, they're coming to get they're you coming to get me <laughs> um yeah overall dead or alive it's, it's exactly what carter said this is somehow like the gameplay is really really good but the package is really really bad i don't know yeah at, at its core a lot of fun but if you just if you look around and you smell the roses the marie roses <laughs> no you're gonna find some real trash like there's a lot of trash in this game no oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're the worst oh, just look forward to more dead or alive six discussion throughout the month of april uh Carter, do you have a, what were they thinking for this week? Yeah, um, to everyone who told me that Ryan Hart is washed up in Tekken, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that, dude, that dude's amazing. Uh, 
I sadly don't have whatever they think. And my mind is destroyed by look around and smell the marine. <laughs> what? What were you thinking? What were you my, thinking? What were they thinking? Is what were you thinking? Saying that fucking line comes uh, up organically. Oh uh, yeah, organically for sure, for sure. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Combos, and we will be back next week for more juicy fighting game news. The intro music is done by the incomparable at AM Aeroplane on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Coffee and Combos. You can follow me at Tyros CC. Carter, where can they find you? At Carty Combos. Carty Combos. You can go to our website, coffeeandcombos.com. If you have any feedback for the show, you can send it to listenermailcc at gmail.com. And before we and... log out here, oh, if you head over to Anime Illuminati, a shirt I designed is on there. It says, Arrogant Millionaire, you should buy it to support Siyoshi getting to Evo. There you go. Get the arrogant million, arrogant millionaire shirt. But by the design, it's cool. Right, you know where to find us. So we'll see you next week. You win. Perfect.